Welcome to a bit cryptic podcast where we interview top crypto experts to take you down the rabbit hole into the world of cryptocurrency. Now it's time to get a bit cryptic. Hi, and welcome to a bit cryptic podcast. Today, our guest is Kylie Alexis Russell, who is an international model turned entrepreneur who created Priceless One Management, a nationwide staffing and management company with a focus on entertainment-based events. She has now delved into the crypto domain, having created a beginner's course on cryptocurrency that has already had its first round of students go through. Welcome, Cryptonauts. My name is Jeff Peterson. And this is Alain Leon. Hi, everybody. It's Kylie. So happy to join. We're super excited to have you here, Kylie. Especially someone who has such an interesting, colorful background like you do. You've been an international model. You created this entire nationwide staffing company. And now you're going into crypto. You're going all over the place and you're a true entrepreneur is what it looks like. So we're excited to talk to you today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So why don't we delve right into the questions? First, why don't you tell me a little bit about your background? I already touched on a little bit, but let's hear more from you. Okay, so I am born and raised on the south side of Chicago. Went on to school at Spelman College in Atlanta and moved to Miami to pursue a career in modeling. And while I was down here, um, I was getting pretty successful and kind of realized that I wanted to start my own business. So I started a promo modeling agency, which is pretty much event staffing um, where I hire brand ambassadors all over the world. And that became pretty successful. And just this past November, I had a friend that came over to my house because I was really interested in what Bitcoin was. And he came and taught me about cryptocurrency. And I've pretty much been hooked ever since. I've been getting pretty into it. And as of lately, I've been pretty obsessed about telling everyone around me about it too. <laughs> so it's been quite a journey out here in Miami. Yeah, that crypto tends to do that to people. The same thing happened to me and I'm sure a lion as well, where you learn about it and then it sucks you in like a vacuum. Yeah, lately I've been spending a lot of time, almost all my time on crypto. It just sucks you in. Yeah, you just always want to learn something like what are the updates and what are the new coins and, you know, who has ICOs coming out? It's an entire world for you to learn from and it just really captures all of your attention. So I'm kind of finding myself so into crypto and not focusing on my company as much. So now I'm finding, you know, a happy balance between, you know, crypto and my company. But it's definitely something that's worth the attention and worth the hype um, if you really understand it. Very much agreed. And people like you are teaching people why it's worth getting into and why it's worth spending time on. So I'm happy that you're creating this course in the first place. Yeah. So I teamed up with, I call him my partner, but my friend that taught me everything I knew about crypto. And we just kept saying like, I really want to just educate the world on this. And so that's why we came up with a plan to just start a little e-course, um, starting with a free webinar to kind of show you exactly how to get into cryptocurrency. Because most people think that, you know, it's just Bitcoin. What's Bitcoin? Just like I said, you 
know, but you have to realize that that's just one coin out of thousands of coins. Granted, it's like the master coin, but you know, it's, it's so much more involved than that. And that's what people don't understand. And I think that's why it's so important to, you know, create something where people can kind of understand that it's an entire world out there and not just Bitcoin. Are there other misconceptions that you want to explain to people? I hear you say a lot, they don't understand, they don't understand. Is there something else that you would like to perhaps explain to them, have people understand? Well, first and foremost, you know, I want people to understand that Bitcoin is a non-tangible currency. It's a digital currency. And that's one thing that people think they can like just go get a Bitcoin. It doesn't work like that. People also think that you have to buy a Bitcoin, which is what, $11,000 today. And people think they have to buy the entire thing. So you have to tell them, no, you can buy Satoshi and tell them what Satoshi means. And, you know, there's things like that. And then you also have the people that are like, oh, am I going to just invest it and lose all my money? What if I lose all my money tomorrow? Well, then you'll have to find out, you know, exactly how to hold your coins and if you need to trade them at a certain time or to ride the waves, you know. So there's a lot of things that people don't really get about the crypto world in general. And I think it's important to just kind of educate people on what exactly cryptocurrency is. The fact that there's not only Bitcoin. People don't know what the other coins are. People don't even know how to buy Bitcoin at all. They don't know the first step. So I think that's important in general is to just show people, you know, what this world is. Give them a quick introduction to the entire crypto world. And then you kind of determine where you want to go in the crypto space. Because I feel like there's something for everybody. Agreed. I think it's a very diverse world of cryptocurrency out there. And there's a lot to learn and something that can attract everyone. So you mentioned that a lot of people don't even know where to buy cryptocurrency. So I think that's a good transition. What are some good beginner tips you could give us? And maybe like a couple advanced user tips as well, because we probably are going to have a, a variety of people listening to this. What are, what are some quick tips you could give our audience? Well, I think that, you know, obviously one of the most popular ways to purchase cryptocurrency is on Coinbase. It's so user friendly. And I think that that's kind of like the best intro to teach people is how to use it on coin, how to purchase on Coinbase. And then one thing I just noticed is I've noticed it a couple weeks ago, but that you can now buy Bitcoin on Cash App, which is so crazy to me. <laughs> so I'm realizing that, you know, there are many other ways of purchasing Bitcoin, but, you know, there you can also purchase it through an ATM machine. You can there's Bitcoin ATM machines in every city almost now where you can just deposit cash and that's how you buy Bitcoin. It's really cool. So a lot of people just don't even know the first step of where to purchase it. They don't know what Coinbase is. And I think that it's just so cool to just be able to know, you know, every direction to point you in. Definitely, though, being that I think Coinbase is kind of the best, the easiest option right now, I'll say, um, for, you know, that crash course. <laughs> and I'll say that for myself, I, I was talking to a friend of mine and it took me a good I would say 15 or 20 minutes to realize that the reason he didn't want to buy Bitcoin is because he thought that he had to buy a whole Bitcoin. But, you know, uh, folks like us, we've been in the game for so long. And for us, that's a given. And we're not in that mindset of a beginner. You, on the other hand, seem to not have forgotten a lot of 
those steps that beginners go through because it literally took me like 50. I was getting him into the Bitcoin and he kept wanting to buy Litecoin. I personally at the time thought a better investment for him was Bitcoin, but it took me a good 15 minutes to figure out that he didn't know that he couldn't spend, you know, $11,000 on one Bitcoin. And once I told him, oh, you could buy whatever you want, essentially, then it, we kind of broke through to the next level. So it seems like you have a lot of these tips that, that you can provide people. Yeah, like people just don't even know the first step. And, and the fact that you can, like you said, buy Satoshi instead of Bitcoin, you know, an entire Bitcoin. So I kind of think about it, how it was taught to me you know, and, and all the questions that I had in the beginning. So I think that that was important to be able to share with other people is those kind of intro tips that I wanted to know and kind of, you know, just go based off of somebody that knows absolutely nothing. So could you tell us a little bit about the structure of your course? Like, how does it look like? Is it online? Is it in person? Is it a mix? How long is it? Et cetera, et cetera. So we started out doing small courses in person where we would bring about seven people um, into a room and just kind of go over. We would start start out by saying, you know, what is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency? What is the blockchain? Explaining that, explaining what coins and tokens are. And that kind of gives you a sense of what the crypto world is in general, especially when you really break down what the blockchain is. And then we go into the types of investments you can make in cryptocurrency, whether it's trading, lending, mining, or blogging. There's different ways that you can just kind of get into it. And we kind of show you what each way is because you got to think that some people want to be day traders and just sit there all day long and just flip coins and make money. Then you have people kind of like me that would rather just invest in, you know, mining or lending and just let my money grow. And then you have, you know, some people that want to blog and make money. Some people that want crypto kitties, you know, like there's so many different types of ways to get into the crypto space. So we just kind of try to introduce you to those different types of ways so you can figure out what type of cryptocurrency investor you are. Speaking of crypto kitties, I'm wondering when crypto doggies are coming out. Like, I feel like that's an inevitability that if someone hasn't come up with it yet, it's coming. <laughs> well, they have crypto robots. So crypto doggies should be coming soon. Yeah, there's just so many different, you know, there's so many different ways of investing, you know, in cryptocurrency. There's so many you can literally play video games and, and make money from cryptocurrency. Like there's so many different avenues that you can go down. And I think it's just important to like kind of show people how cool this world is because some people are scared of it, to be honest. So it's good to kind of, you know, let people know that, look, it's not something to be scared of. It's like playing a video game. It's fun, actually, you know, and you're making currency from it. Like how cool is that? So when a new user a beginner, somebody that wants to know about crypto takes your course. It's not necessarily what I hear from you. It's not necessarily just about trading. If somebody is looking to perhaps start a blog, see how they could monetize that somehow having to do with crypto because they've heard that it's possible somehow they can come to you for that. You have information about that. It's not just simply 
I want to make money. I want to get rich. Day trading or even just investing is what I'm hearing. Exactly. Everyone, I feel like, has a different style of how they want to invest in cryptocurrency. So, you know, I'll just kind of give you a quick little intro to everything. Like, for instance, blogging, like you said, there's an app called Steam It. And people can literally talk about their day and how amazing it was, how beautiful the sunset was. And people will literally pay you in Bitcoin for your blog post. So then then you think about all these people that are posting things on Instagram. They could be posting things on Steam it and making money off of it. Who would know that? Everyone doesn't know things like this. And I hope, you know, some people will log on to Steam It tonight and try to, you know, get their blog posts together because it's a really cool, like, it's so many cool things that you can learn from it and that you can do. So I think it's, it's really about kind of picking your style and see what you like the most. Speaking of which, uh, you guys should follow a bit cryptic on Steam It. We have articles that come out regularly and post show notes from our various podcasts. So, a little plug there. Nice segue into that. Thank you, Kylie. <laughs> nice. So, I think it's really good that you guys are doing something that shows the diversity of the crypto world because I feel like most of the courses I see are usually focused on investing or trading and that's about it. And I don't really see much focusing on like the broad spectrum of things that are out there. So, I appreciate that you guys are doing that. Of course. Yeah, I feel like the world just needs to know. And it was it's so funny. I looked at all of the money in the world and it was shown in blocks to just show like every block is like $100 million. And it showed that debt was so many blocks, military money, so many blocks. And then you show, you know, how much money all the countries have, how much money some of the biggest banks in the world have. And then you see two little blocks for cryptocurrency in the world <laughs> and like there's so much cryptocurrency that we could be taking advantage of and i feel like now is the time because there's so much potential and so much you know that you can gain in this world in this crypto world so i think it's really important to just you know go out and start telling people hey like take advantage now you know before bitcoin reaches cap it's something that we should have been getting on two years ago, you know? So I think the time is now to start really educating people around us so that they know what the future holds. Because I really think this is the future. Speaking of the future, what do you think are going to be some of the most interesting applications of blockchain in the future? Like, what are things are you most excited for blockchain in 2018? Some things I'm excited about. Um, well, I was just recently at the Bitcoin conference and it's not something that's so interesting to me, but it'd be something I'd be interested in trying. But seeing how there are video games um, like Call of Duty type of games that you're literally using cryptocurrency to purchase the guns and the equipment and the armor. And I think that is so cool that you can just be in this virtual reality world and use your cryptocurrency and gain cryptocurrency from playing this video game this up in another world. So it's, it really feels like you're there. I think that's so cool. I'm just one of those type of, you know, people that like, I love to kind of, you know, do those virtual reality things and kind of just be in another dimension. And the fact that I know that I could use that and trade and actually be in a video game while making cryptocurrency, making money off of cryptocurrency. I think that's super, super cool. So I'm excited about the new applications and platforms that are coming out where I can be in a virtual world and gain cryptocurrency. 
Kylie, you may have started out as a model, but you're starting to sound like us geeky types. I've always been just a little geeky, but hey, I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> as the age-old quote goes, the geeks shall inherit the earth. Exactly. I'm going to look that up in the Bible. I don't know if that's, if that's sure, official, I- <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and one of the things I wanted to ask you, Kylie, personally, you seem to go to start it out in the modeling, started um, at least one business was successful. What would you say personally is one trait that has led you from one success to another? I think that the trait that led me from one success to another would definitely be me believing in myself, having confidence that I could do whatever I wanted to do and actually putting in the footwork to make it happen. I think that, you know, you can have all of these ideas and things that you think would go amazing, but without execution, and you can't properly make it happen the way that you want to. It's not going to flourish the way that you want to if you're just talking about it and not putting in the work. So I think one thing that I'm very good at is execution and actually putting in the work. When I say that I'm going to do something, I actually do it. And that hustle has brought me to great heights. And I'm not trying to bash anybody, but you know, you do have models that say that they're models on Instagram, but they're not going out and putting in the real work to become a professional model. You just have to really make sure that you go the right way, get an agent, take the right pictures, work with the right photographers, and do the right thing in the industry so that you can make it in the right way. I think it's just really important to actually put in the work and not just say that you're something, but actually being what you say that you are. And that's one of the biggest things that I say I've is a reason why I've accomplished so many goals is because I hustled for mine. <laughs> you know, I just made sure that it happened the way that I wanted it to happen. In short, what I heard is you're a hustler. Basically. Um, now, another quick question. When your students come to your course and they want to take advantage of the crypto world, are you sort of trying to instill a bit of that hustler mindset into them while they come and they take your course? Yes, in a sense. Going back to figuring out what type of investor you are in cryptocurrency, there's some that don't want to hustle, which I would consider hustle trading, you know, constantly trading, looking at coins, you know, selling them when they're high, buying them when they're low. I think that involves a lot of hustle. And then you have those that are a little lazier that they just want their money to grow. So they'll just say, Kylie, like, tell me which coin to buy and I'll buy it. And then I'm just going to let it sit there. (laughs) You know, like some people don't have that hustler's ambition when it comes to cryptocurrency, but then some of them do. So that's something else that I explain is like, you just have to kind of figure out where you fall in the crypto world. But I definitely suggest getting into it in the first place because, you know, at the end of the day, whatever you do in the crypto world is going to be a hustle because a hustle involves, you know, making some type of money by taking the first step and following through with it. So somebody that's taking the first step to learn what Bitcoin is and if they follow through by just investing in mining, you know, they took that initiative to make it happen. Not saying that they're looking at their account every single day and and trading coins, but You know, there's different levels to your hustle in this industry as well. So, I want to tease apart a little bit about the hustle that you're talking about because I think a lot of people feel like they are working quite hard but are spinning their wheels because I know plenty of people who 
who work their butts off, but maybe they're just working at a fast food restaurant or, or you know, as a as an Uber driver and they're, and they're working 13 hours a day, but they're not really getting anywhere. So what would you say for those people who feel like they're hustling, but aren't really getting the results that they want out of it? Do you think there's something maybe a little more tactical in the way you can hustle? Maybe a way to do it smarter as like working smarter instead of harder? Like, do you have like some practical takeaways? Because it seems like you've been able to do that in multiple industries. I definitely say that it's important to think outside of the box and not settle because I feel like, you know, like you said, someone that's working at McDonald's constantly, if they're working at McDonald's for five years, why aren't they working towards being a manager? Are they always working on, you know, being a cashier? You should always be trying to work your way up with whatever you do and being the best at whatever it is. So if I'm working at McDonald's as a cashier, I expect next year or in the next couple of months to be a manager. And then after that, I expect to move to corporate. And then after that, I expect to be an executive of McDonald's. (laughs) Like you just have to think bigger and work your way up and let your voice be heard. Tell somebody like, look, I wanna be a manager. What do I have to do? And hustle it out. That's how you really hustle is by letting your voice be heard um, and speaking up about what you really want. You don't want to stay in the same position for the rest of your life. You don't want the same amount of money for the rest of your life. You want more. You want to have a better lifestyle, you know, for your future children. So you want to constantly work up and be better and be the best at whatever it is that you're doing. I I started like as a model that knew nothing, but I asked questions. I constantly, you know, looked at people and modeled myself after after the greats. And I realized I started to get better after I was looking after someone that did it the way that I want to do it. So you just got to constantly work yourself up and make sure that you you have to be the best. And you have to tell yourself that every day with whatever you're trying to do, you have to be the best and you have to get bigger and better at whatever you're doing. Kylie, there are some industries that are growing faster than others, where perhaps one may have a higher chance of getting farther, of, of earning more. And I heard you say earlier that when you were looking cough, at... Cryptocurrency, cough, <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> when I heard you say before, yeah, I was getting there. When you were talking about the blocks of money that exist, you know, there's so many blocks in banking and so many blocks in government and money that's spent in military. You said that essentially the crypto field only had a couple blocks. Do you see that growing? Is that part of the reason why you chose this field to start giving people lessons and having them come in? Because I, mean, I don't want to lead you too much, but that's essentially my question. I definitely think that because the crypto world is so small yet growing to such great potential, I think that that's why people need to get involved. You know, it's like I said, it's for the, it's the future. It's something that's about to become so big and it's already grown so much. Like Bitcoin was $750 this time last year, you know, and and now look at it, you know. So it's just really important to understand how this is evolving and realize how much potential there is in in the crypto space and really making sure that you're taking advantage because it's only going to keep on growing And one day I feel like some people are going to miss out, you know, so why not get on it now? A lot of people build the sense for how big the field is based on the price. 
At least I, it seems to me that way. But you're bringing up the point that whether, you know, Bitcoin was just at 20,000 not too long ago. Now it's at 11,000. It, it went from five to 11. It doubled in a very short amount of time. But that I'm hearing that perhaps that's not really the measure by which one should think that how big Bitcoin itself is or the crypto field is that you're saying that it's in its infancy, essentially. In a sense, it is, and it, the crypto world and the blockchain, it, it keeps growing every day. I definitely think that every year it's just going to keep on getting bigger. For instance, my company just staffed the Bitcoin conference in Miami this past year in January, which I was super stoked about because I'm like, wow, I get to infuse my company with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. That's awesome. But one thing that they told all of us in training was that, you know, the Bitcoin conference only had 500 people last year and this year it's 5,000 people and they had to be in a bigger arena. That means something. That means that, you know, more people are getting in tune with, with cryptocurrency and they understand its potential. So it's definitely growing, but it's still small compared to what it could be. I feel like one day there's going to be a half a million people, you know, at a trying to get to Miami for this crypto conference because it's the wave of the future. You know, who knows what's going to happen? But that is something that's worth getting involved in now before it's too late. You heard it straight from, from Kylie, guys. Get in now before it's too late. You'll regret <laughs> it. You'll regret it. <laughs> okay, so one of the things you had mentioned to me while we were on the phone was while you were at the Miami conference, you were like one of the few women, you know, in the sea of, of men that tend to dominate the cryptocurrency space. Do you think that there are special challenges being a woman in the crypto space? And tell us a little bit about that. I really just think that the women crypto nerds just haven't exposed themselves yet. <laughs> but I, I also do think that, you know, of course, it's a male dominated industry. But I will say that at one of the after parties of the conference, a lady came up to me and said, oh, my God, are you a woman in crypto? And I was like, yeah, I am. Are you? And she was like, yeah, I am. Join our group on Telegram. And so now I'm a part of this group with so many crypto chicks in the crypto universe. And we call it Badass Women of Blockchain. And we have 105 members throughout the country, a lot of which were at the Bitcoin conference. So I think they are out there. They're just not as open to it. Or I will say that a lot of the people that have taken my course, about 90% of them have been women that have been interested. So I think there's a huge interest that women have in cryptocurrency, but I just definitely think, again, that it's just important to kind of like teach everybody so that they know. And I'd love to teach more women, you know, to get some 50-50 in this crypto space. What's up? <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. And I would like our listeners to know that when we say male dominated, it's not like we're scaring women away. It's just simply by, for whatever reason, it's mostly guys in the field right now, but we would definitely like women to join. I think everybody should join, um, I think is the message that you're trying to get out there. But for some odd reason, it seems to be mostly guys at this point. I think that's more so because 
in the tech industry in general, it's male dominated. There's a lot of men in tech, a lot of men in, I'll say like engineering, a lot of men that are super into video games. And I think all of those types of people, you know, in those fields are into cryptocurrency. So it's just a matter of, you know, kind of where you started in this realm. I do. I am glad that kind of the news and social media are kind of getting it out there more where women are like, what is this? What is this? That's how I got into it. I saw something on social media like, what is cryptocurrency? And then I found somebody that knew what it was and I got super into it. You know, so I think, you know, there's women out there that that are curious to know what cryptocurrency is and, you know, how they can obtain Bitcoin. It's just a matter of again, getting it out there. So I definitely want to not only, you know, just market my webinar out there, but I want to market it towards women because I know a lot of them are curious and they want to get into it, but you know, they don't know where to start and they, you know, think that it's a male dominated industry, which it is, but it doesn't have to be. I almost hear you saying that although it's a male dominated industry, that there's nothing inherently in it that would pull more males to it than let's say women or that it's geared towards males it's just almost like the way it just happened yeah it just happened that way it's not like anyone held it back from women you know it's just what a majority of women are not into <laughs> just being honest you know so I do appreciate that seeing the women that I did see at the conference and we all went up to each other like, hey, you know, nice to meet you. I'm Kylie, you know, like just because you were another woman in the room. I thought that was really cool just to connect with someone that has similar tastes because there's not too many around me that I can say do. So I think women in crypto are growing. A little bit of a non sequitur that reminds me of there's a story of how men have usually dominated the the video game realm and that happens to be because of a company i think it was maybe atari or one of them um, back in the 1980s they only had marketing budget to either market they decided to boys or girls and they decided to go with boys just because and uh, ended up marketing the next set of video games to boys and then it just ended up becoming a feedback loop on itself and then men for a long time were the dominant video game players and uh, it's it's kind of interesting. There's like a whole series of articles and YouTube videos on this, how it was basically an accident in history that men became the ones who were more into video games. But anyway. That's very uh, interesting. Uh, let's focus back. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that either till seeing this. And I was like, what? Because it's not one of those things that inherently men or women should like more. I mean, video games are a constructed concept. You know, why should guys like it more than women? And in fact, some of the biggest segments of gamers now are, are middle-aged women. So I think it's just a matter of time before things even themselves out. So getting back to you though, Kylie, what are some of the the challenges you faced building this course and what are some lessons you learned maybe from more of the business side? Definitely, I will say my biggest challenges have been definitely balancing creating this course with what else I with the other things that I have going on. I mean, I own a company, an event staffing agency, 
I am a professional model that travels and I'm also an event curator for a corporate alcohol brand for Douce Cognac. So I'm definitely a very busy person and this is the fourth, you know, pretty much job that I have. So that's been my biggest challenge in terms of getting this together. Like I said, I'm I'm happy to be doing this. It's something that I want to do to educate people, but you know, as our various other things, it's a little tough, you know, to kind of get it off the ground, especially when you have a lot of other things going on. So that's been my challenge. But, you know, when you have people that can help you, when you have a good team around you um, with like-minded people, you can always find help in making things happen. So I'm just very thankful to have other people that are interested in cryptocurrency that want to help create this course. And it's been moving along since then. I obviously have huge things coming up for my company and I'm growing it, but I'm making sure that, you know, I do a little bit every day on this course to just make sure that we stay on track. So what you're saying is that you have nothing to do all day. You're completely bored and you're, you're not busy at all. That's what I heard. Right. I'm absolutely never busy. I'm so bored all the time. <laughs> I wish... I so wish. What does your schedule look like? I'm I'm curious, you know, what your calendar looks like. How many days a week do you spend on each thing? Is it like one day on one thing, the next day a different thing? Every day is different. It depends on what has come up, what's in my email inbox. For instance, today I had a photo shoot. So I had to wake up early, gather my things for my photo shoot, check my emails, uh, follow up with a, a couple of clients, went to Fort Lauderdale, did my photo shoot, then came to my partner's house to work on a tour that we have coming up in March. And then um, now I'm working on cryptocurrency at night. <laughs> so, you know, all in one day, I've been a model uh, cryptocurrency educator and conducted my company. So it just depends on what is the most priority um, every day. And that's kind of how I, you know, move. I'm like, all right, I have to prioritize what's most important. Sometimes I prioritize about what's making me the most money that day. <laughs> but, you know, it's balancing time and prioritizing are the most important things. And that's not to say that I'm working on Monday through Friday between nine and five. You know, sometimes last night I was working until two in the morning and it was a holiday, but I was making sure that I had everything together for the week, you know, so there's no certain time that I'm working. I'm just hustling by as much as I can, as much as I need to. <laughs> so there's no set schedule. No, never, never in my life. Now we were joking a little bit about time management, but it's a, it's a big issue. Earlier, we were talking about, you know, some of these apps that can sort of block off your phone so you don't get notifications and that don't bother you so you can get things done or sometimes maybe even relax for a little bit. Do you have any tips around time management? I do, in a sense. Um, I did read about that, that article or about that app that, you know, kind of turns your phone off. Um, I think for me, one important thing is just getting my phone away from me because sometimes I subconsciously just get on Instagram and start scrolling. I don't know how it happens, guys, but it just does. So that happens. So I just have to leave my phone. And then another thing is just kind of like turning some music on and getting in your zone and just knocking, knocking out all the work that you have to do. It's really important to just focus in, you know, when you need to. 
And I just really think that, you know, making sure that you're constantly productive, taking some time to, you know, eat and do things like that, but just making sure that you're constantly productive and doing what you have to do and keeping your eyes on the prize. That's important. Sometimes, you know, it's cool to play a little game on your phone in between when you start, you know, veering off, but then you have to know, you know, okay, look, we got to get back into it. Like get focused, Kylie, get back into it. <laughs> so even Kylie plays video games on her phone. <laughs> Just sometimes though. Yeah. When I'm like, when I'm going too far off in the deep end, it's like, all right, let me just play a game, get my mind off. And then I have to get back into it. It helps sometimes instead of scrolling through Instagram and you get lost, you know? So I just don't want to get lost in Instagram. So I play a game. Yeah. I feel like games have kind of a set time limit. So they're nice and they distract you and Instagram. I feel, honestly, I feel more stressed out after reading through Instagram or Facebook feeds than, I I, than doing like a, a video game or, or watching like a short TV episode or something. Exactly. At least it's timed out. You know, you got like two minutes to play that game and then you're done. But yeah, I get, I call it getting lost in the sauce because <laughs> you literally will go on one page, click a hashtag, go to another page. Oh, what's this company? Oh, what's this blog about? And you get lost. So just quit game and then get back in the, get back in your game. <laughs> Definitely. So if you could go back five or 10 years, what would you tell yourself? What advice would you give yourself five, 10 years prior to who you are now? I would definitely tell myself to continue to focus on the skills that I already have because I knew that I had certain gifts, but I thought I wanted to be other things. Like I went to school for psychology because I thought I wanted to be a counselor, but I knew deep down inside that I wanted to do business and events. So I just wish that, you know, I continue to focus in on what I knew my real skills were instead of kind of listening to, and, and I hate to say this, but sometimes what your parents tell you, go to school, get a job. I wanted to create a job, you know? So I wish I would had started to brainstorm on other companies I could have, you know, made back when I was in, you know, college so that I could make sure that they're super tight by the time I was 23. I definitely can't say that I did too much wrong. I was pretty much on a good track, but I definitely think that I could have done a little more to kind of educate myself on certain things as it related to business. Because, you know, sometimes you can fail miserably because you didn't learn you know, correctly. And failing is a part of the process for sure. But I definitely wish, you know, that I would have learned some things that I know now earlier. But at the same time, you know, you just got to trust the process and trust that what life gives you, you got to accept it and turn your life into what you want to turn it into. So definitely, I would say, you know, to my five or 10 year old self, past self, you know, just stay focused, keep your eyes on the prize that you really want to make happen and focus on what your real skill set is. I want everybody to know this now. If I'm traveling five years into the past, I'm telling you to buy some Bitcoin. Oh my God, that's the best answer. I should have just said that, right? Damn. <laughs> yeah, there's always that, but you know, you know what they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. Now, one thing I did want to ask, and we covered it a little bit earlier, you were talking about how there's very few uh, women in Bitcoin. 
Are there any special challenges? Also, I want to be clear, is your course only for women? Is it for everybody? Because, you know, we touched about it and I know some people might be confused. So do you want to say exactly, you know, who your course is for? My course is not for anybody in particular. It is for anybody that can read and that can understand. <laughs> like, I don't want to limit it to only women, only men, anyone old, anyone young. I just want anyone to learn that is interested. I definitely think that it is more of a millennial thing. I know that, you know, when I tried to convince an older family member of mine, you know, that she needs to get into Bitcoin, she was like, you know, Kylie, like, I'm 67 years old. Like, why do I need to invest in something for the future? You know, like, and I was like, yeah, you're, I guess you're right. You know, so it's some people that don't, aren't really as interested because they might be older, but then again, like, I just feel like it's something worth getting into no matter what. So anybody can learn as long as you have some type of interest. And I think everybody, any and everybody needs to get into cryptocurrency, no matter who you are. You heard it, folks. If you want to know about cryptocurrency, Kylie's got a course for you. Yes. Go to coindaddy.me and sign up for our free webinar. And we'll provide a link for that in the show notes. So Kylie, is there anything else that we haven't asked you already that you think the audience needs to hear about or the audience needs to know? I definitely want to say that, you know, no matter if you're a super tech nerd or a business person or a professional model, there's some type of way that you can get into cryptocurrency. And I just want, you know, kind of every, I want to just end this off with letting you know that there's room for you in the crypto space and it's worth learning about, you know, for the future. So definitely you guys get up on it and make sure you do it quick. <laughs> like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. If people had gotten into it at the beginning of February, when the crash happened, they would have doubled their money already. Exactly. But Okay, so thank you so much, Kylie, for coming on. Thank you for having me. The pleasure was all ours. Isn't that right, Aline? Oh, it was. It was refreshing to hear from a woman's perspective because there are a lot of guys in crypto and what she's willing to do that it's not just about investing. It's almost like going a bit beyond the price of Bitcoin. And I tend to think Bitcoin price has gotten too much attention, but Kylie seems to be ch wanting to change that. Exactly. Yeah, I just want people to realize how amazing and cool it really is. So, if you want to learn more about what Kylie's doing, you can go to coindaddy.me and sign up for their free webinar and learn more about the crypto course that they're offering. And you can also find her on social media. Uh, you can find her on Instagram and Twitter and you can tell me more about at KYE Alexis. That's at KYE Alexis, or you can find her at Priceless One MGMT. That's Priceless O-N-E MGMT and follow her. Yes, follow me. Can't wait to hear from you guys. Feel free to DM me if you have any other questions about the course or if you just are curious to know, you know, anything about cryptocurrency. I'd love to help you out and give you a quick tip on what's going on. <laughs> so thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to help anybody. Thank you so much for coming, Kylie. It was great talking to you today. It was a great chat. Thank you. Thank you. You guys too. 
Thank you for listening to a Bit Cryptic podcast. The podcast is hosted by Rob Peterson, Alain Leon, and myself, Jeff Peterson. Website created by Coco Liu and Kevin Van, and show notes and articles made by our editor-in-chief, Dang Du. If you like the show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really, really does help us promote the show a lot. So we're a new show. If you guys want to share the love, share the awesome things you found here, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter at Keep It Cryptic. That's K-E-E-P-I-T Cryptic. Or you can find us on Medium or Steam It at A Bit Cryptic. A-B-I-T-C-R-Y-P-T-I-C. Kind of like the show name, A Bit Cryptic. Again, that's on Medium or Steam It. And we have other articles that aren't just podcast stuff. Thanks again for listening. And as always, keep it cryptic.